0: You're listening to Work It Lady, where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while we do it. So guys, um, I have a question for you. Have you ever been interested in building your own home yourself? I have. And I think I probably realized just in that whole thought process, once I started looking things up, that it was way out of my league. <laughs> So, though, I do have someone here who happens to have a lot of um, experience personal experience in this and her name is Becky. Hi, Becky. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today. Um, the first how I got in touch with you is that I was following you on Instagram and I saw this little picture of you out there with your family. And um, I was like, oh, I think they're building their own home. This is so cool. And I immediately wanted to know more. And so first question I have for you is what made you decide to build your own home yourselves?
1: It was a very weighty decision. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one that we considered very slowly and prayerfully, and we really even asked our kids, like, how would you feel if we were to sell this home and build another? Because we were in the same home for 16 years, Mm -hmm. and there's something about that stability that I've always cherished, so it was like, oh, do we really want to do this? But we saw an opportunity that was very unique for us because we had the time in our schedule uh, my husband also um, has experience. So we had the ability of being able to do it without necessarily hiring a contractor.
0: So mm. when
1: we were thinking about, you know, whether or not this was a good decision, what it really boiled down to was the market is in such a good place for sellers right now that we thought this may be our only opportunity to mm. sell come out with enough money and be able to downsize. We wanted to simplify, wanted to downsize the amount of land we had, but we wanted to um, have a house that was a little bit more efficient and also one that worked better for our family because we are a busy family, Mm -hmm. Um, we homeschool. Uh, I work part-time in a dental office. He works construction and the home we were in, it just really wasn't suiting all of our needs. So we did some research. And again, because my husband has skills in uh, in the different trades in construction, we just felt like we could actually um, complete a project at a cheaper cost than the average individual who might have to go into it hiring a contractor. Mm-hmm. Uh, also what made it very unique to our area and this is something you have to really look at because it's different in every area but our particular county and a few of the banks within that county actually allow the homeowner to build their home without a licensed contractor now you still have to undergo various inspections um you know we're required several inspections along the way but Mm -hmm. we didn't have to hire a licensed contractor in some areas um they don't allow that so that's something to kind of take into consideration too if you if you feel like you have the skill and the ability you need to look at at that as well
0: wow okay so i have a question on that and i'm not sure if you feel comfortable with answering this one or not but may i ask what state you're in
1: Sure. We're in um, Tennessee. We live in middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah. I've been looking kind of, you know, going a similar route um, myself. And yeah, the laws on all of that are so different from state to state. So mm-hmm. it's so nice that you guys are in a state that offers you that flexibility because you already have the skills. So it's true. Why should you have to hire someone if your husband knows how to do it? You know, yeah. Right, um, right. And and again,
1: you know, there's various inspections and you have to meet codes. Of course, Mm -hmm. they want to make sure that, you know, we could say we have the skills, but it needs to be verified Mm -hmm. by the inspectors coming out and making sure we are meeting the different building codes along the way. Um, But it can be in, in other states. Yes, it can be a lot more costly if if you don't have that option and you have to hire a contractor. Um, Or there may just be a lot more um, hoops to jump through when it comes to different types of building permits, and there can be several. Here, again, Middle Tennessee keeps it very simple, and we really only needed to pull out one building permit. Um, Mm. Some states may require multiples, depending on what stage of, of the building process you are. So there's a lot of research involved in the beginning, for sure.
0: Wow. Yeah. You know, I was thinking like if I could go back and choose another trade, (laughs) like I would definitely go into construction. Like I feel like it is such a useful skill to have, you know, and you kind of mentioned earlier too, like we are in this time, you know, of kind of it for, you know, like if you've already had a home, it's kind of a great time because, you know, property values are going through the roof. But if you're in the position where you need to buy right now, it's like, mm, it's getting very difficult, you know?
1: It is. Yeah. A lot of people in our area are selling because again, it's a seller's market, but if they don't have a plan, they're just swapping one mortgage out for another Mm -hmm. so we didn't want to do that we really Mm -hmm. had to you know as best as we could on paper figure out is this financially going to be um you know for the better and and again you know is this what something that the whole family is really on board for because it was important to us that our kids be on board for it because it's it's a big change And it's not one that happens overnight. We didn't just move right into another house. You know, we stay with my mom part time and we have Mm -hmm. a camper on the property. So um, it, it sort of disrupts things a little bit.
0: Wow. But uh, hey, I'm sure it's going to all, you know, pay off in the end. And I think that, you know, just seeing the pictures of you guys working with your kid, you know, on stuff that they could do, I guess, you know, like whatever's safe for them to do. It was just super cute to see that. I'm like, this is like a memory that those kids are going to have. And, you know, they're learning some skills, too. So I think I really just think it's great. Um, so then I have another question. Um, how has the pandemic impacted your project?
1: That's where it's gotten um the pandemic has played a big factor <laughs> mm-hmm. because again, when we were looking at the cost initially, um we were using a certain set of prices that were out there, and since then those things have changed and, and not changed a little but jumped double or more. So um we're building an ICF uh, block house. So what that is, is that's an insulated concrete forms. And think of it as um, constructing Legos and these foam blocks, they Mm -hmm. stack and they click together like Legos do, but Mm -hmm. they're hollow in the center, okay? And so once you stack your walls, there's a lot of rebar involved. Um, You know, that steel reinforcement is really important but then the centers of the walls are poured with concrete. So we knew by, by building this concrete house, um, it was going to cut back on some of the lumber costs, but there's still a good amount of lumber involved in um, you know, building your, your walls, your roof. Um, you know, there, there's still a good amount. So lumber prices have jumped and I wrote down an example here. This was something mm-hmm. I had to ask my husband about because he, he's done a lot of the figuring but a, a CDX three by, um, three-quarter plywood board that pre-pandemic was about a $25, 26 board for one board. Shortly after the pandemic, it jumped up to $30.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's $61 for one board. Mm-hmm. So that changed partway through the process. Now, we fortunately have been able to buy a lot of things when the costs were still down and then store them in a large like shipping container smart um so we feel like and again i i credit my husband fully for that because he was watching the news he was watching these storms come through he's like as soon as that hurricane went through as soon as that tornado went through he said these prices are going to jump again Mm -hmm. so he was really staying on top of things like that watching the the um the different websites uh and and calling the local uh, Lowe's and and Home Depots and stuff and just really like watching it daily and grabbing things before they went up yeah. but now it's moved not only lumber um plastics metal wiring it's all jumping <laughs> up in price so that has been a huge impact um is also, cement, is,
0: is, sorry to interrupt you, is cement at least the same price? Because the lumber prices, I did notice too, we were doing a little project, a, a little garden box. And every time we would go to buy more wood, the price had went up astronomically. And so then we started thinking about homes and, you know, had gotten some things written out, uh, you know, some quotes and things like that. And it's like they just had to keep readjusting because the price of lumber kept growing up. So your idea yeah. with using the the cement like builders um, sounds good, but how's the cement prices?
1: Well, they're about, I mean, they have gone up some too, but not as significantly. I think okay. it's more of a supply issue with concrete though. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have a local concrete company and then the town next to us has, I think two, So he, you know, called around, of course, he was looking for the best price, but sometimes too, it's not just about the price, it's customer service as well. We've run into some issues. So, Mm -hmm. um, but they've stayed a little bit more stable in comparison to other things. Um, I know that when we poured our footers and then by the time we got to pouring the first floor walls, it had jumped up a little bit, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't as shocking i mean yeah. it was like oh okay we can handle that mm-hmm. so i feel like it's been a little bit more stable with the concrete but supply is an issue for a concrete mm-hmm. and i think it's just because despite all of the changes there's still a lot of people building there's just a high demand for it so mm-hmm. but there's ways to save money and so like my husband utilizes discount pro, um, programs when you go if you decide okay i, I can do this on my own you can go into a place like Lowe's and you can go to the contractor desk and you can set up like an LAR account. Mm -hmm. And so when you make bulk purchases, they will significantly discount that bulk purchase. Um, Also we watch like um, sites like marketplace. Mm -hmm. We have often found that people who have finished a project who have leftover materials will Mm -hmm. go on there and they will sell rolls of wire, um, sheets of drywall. I mean, buckets of screws. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where he's been willing to spend, you know, $30 in gas to run a couple towns over, if it meant we were going to save $700 on a bundle of wood, mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or a roll of wire. So all those little things add up. Um, the other thing I would recommend is see what auction sites are in your area. Um, Mm. We have one that runs out of a couple of different places in Nashville, Mm -hmm. and they buy a lot of pallets or warehouse sales. Mm. So um, a lot of people who would be waiting on items, we're not waiting on them because we bought them through like a a warehouse buyout type thing.
0: Like a wholesale type deal. Yes.
1: Yes, Mm ma'am. So for instance, I already have like my washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. I have my my refrigerator, I have my stove, and that's all, of course, being stored in the shipping container. But we were able to get them at discount prices. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to get them immediately. Normally, if you buy from an auction, they want you to come pick it up within a few days of of winning that bid. And um, I don't have to wait, which I think is great because um, windows, doors, appliances, we're hearing anything from three to six months wait. Mm. and so if you get to the point in the project where you need your windows
0: <laughs> right and
1: you're still waiting um that can really put a damper on things so so see what you can get um you know through the through these large um kind of warehouse cleanouts or or auctions from pallet sales and things like that it's it's a great way to find great stuff and not have to wait on it
0: Wow, those are some really great tips. I really, really, really appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, Wow. Uh, Yeah, the prices with the pandemic have really um, gotten out of control, but it's glad Mm -hmm. to hear that there are some ways we could still save some money. Um, Now, we kind of talked about the pandemic challenges, but what are some just like general challenges you face with the project?
1: So again, we're able to do I would say probably, you know, 85%, 90% of it ourselves. But mm-hmm. there are a few things that we're not super comfortable with and we do have to hire out. Or we just don't have the supplies. I mean, we don't obviously own our own concrete trucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have to hire some things out. And that is a challenge because anytime you have to depend on others, it can be an issue unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we had our Pump truck um, scheduled for our, for our pour to do our walls on the first floor, and uh, they canceled on us the day mm-hmm. of the pour about an hour and a half before they were supposed to be there. So we had then had to call the concrete company and tell them not to mix up the concrete, which fortunately they hadn't they hadn't done. Mm-hmm. But it just had this domino effect because now you know we're we are in winter we in here in Middle Tennessee, our winter is all over the place. You can have days like yesterday, it was in the 30s. And it was windy and and cloudy and miserable. Mm -hmm. Today was 68 and sunny. (laughs) Thursday, we're getting a ton of rain. So it's all over the board. And when you're trying to build in a climate that is so unpredictable, Mm. and you're trying to line up uh, these things that have to happen like clockwork, it gets very frustrating, because if you can't depend on somebody to follow through, it just sort of throws everything off. So, so that has been an issue um, is just finding dependable people, people who follow through who call back who show up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I don't think that's a problem just in our area. I feel like when I talk to others that that's just a problem in general. Mm-hmm, finding, mm-hmm. finding good workers is just really hard we do fortunately when we get to that point we do have some very um, good friends of ours that we will be able to hire when we get like to the electrical mm-hmm. uh, my husband is totally fine with with uh, light wiring work but he's not uh, comfortable wiring the whole house Mm-hmm. So, we will hire a licensed electrician to do that. And we just happen to have a friend <laughs> who is retired, but he still does some. And he is licensed and he is willing and he is dependable. So, I'm very happy about that. That's one less thing I have to worry about. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, yeah, it's nice to have friends who, you know, have yeah. those skills that are needed for something like this. Um, so, let's talk about some of your successes now. What successes have you had with the project?
1: Well, like I mentioned, the weather is always an issue. So anytime we have good weather and a productive day, I'm like, it was a success. Mm. But um, also anytime we complete a bigger project, like a major task with no complications, it's a success. So like these walls that I'm talking about, you 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 stack these blocks together, you reinforce with rebar. But there also is a lot of... Um, Strapping that has to happen because you end up with what's called common seams. Mm-hmm. Um, most of your blocks will stagger, but there will be a few areas of the house where you have a seam that runs all the way down. Mm. When you pour the walls with concrete, those seams are weaker. If they're if they're not staggered, they're not as strong. So, so you have to strap that common seam wherever it is, all the way up, both mm-hmm. sides of the wall. You also have to reinforce your um, all of your openings, your windows and your doors. So if we were to have um, missed something or, um, you know, our strapping just wasn't good enough, you can have what's called a concrete blowout.
0: Oh, we don't want that. <laughs>
1: no, uh, because that's not an easy fix. It's a mess. You'd lose a lot of money in the concrete and it would, oh, it, uh, I, um, I had to work at the dental office the day of the poor when it got rescheduled I was not free and available mm-hmm. part of me was almost a little happy because <laughs> I told my husband I don't know how much help I would really be to today I think I would just be a nervous wreck mm. and you know and he felt very confident and he's like there's nothing to worry about we have triple checked everything but you know I was just like oh so yeah. when, when we got past that day, when that was behind us, it just felt so good. It was like, yes, we did it, you know? So I feel like with this process, because um, this is a new way of building to us, and mm-hmm. I feel like we're learning as we, some things as we go. Some of it's very familiar and some of it is new. So as we're as we're learning, and then we're seeing the success of our efforts and what we've put into it, it's it just feels good. It feels really good. Um, we had to take a class um, on how to to construct this type of house, and I will tell you that in the class they really tried to push this particular product as a DIY product, mm. but honestly. Now that we're as far into it as we are, my husband and I both feel like this is not a Mm. DIY product. I would not recommend somebody with absolutely no construction background to dive into this. Um, He spent hours and hours watching product videos and studying the product. And um, Um. it's an undertaking. It's an undertaking. And I just think people need to be very realistic when they're thinking about, what, you know, can I do this?
0: wow that i'm glad you said that because i think i know what you're talking about with the um point it's something that me and my husband we kind of stumbled upon some youtube videos and it was like oh diy like you just you know pour this stuff and like build the blocks up or whatever and i have to say i'm like team we could do it ourselves even though i have like no skills whatsoever i'm like let's just do this like buy some land go to home depot get some wood couple nails we're done and i'm like, you got enough skills he's like I know how to drywall and like some other things like I don't know how to straight up build a house so I'm glad to know that because I was kind of like pushing that idea so now I'm definitely going to share with him like hey yeah you were right like we don't want to jump into working with that because it's really not as DIY as they're they're kind of saying it is and everything
1: no and if you're not careful you'll end up costing yourself more money in the long run
0: yeah yeah and a lot of stress um stress to everybody so um okay um so what have you learned thus far from the projects
1: so because my husband has been in construction for over 20 years obviously over the years um, we've worked on projects together anytime i'm available and i'm you know not working at the dental office or doing something with the kids i love to work with him we Mm -hmm. work very well together he has taught me, um, you know, how to use a miter saw and a tile saw and uh, just various things. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things that I'm doing are things I've already known how to do. Um, so this might sound kind of silly, but I learned how to bend and cut rebar.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs> and somebody
1: else might be like, okay big deal or who it really wants to do that but i don't know what it is there's something very very satisfying uh-huh. about bending and cutting that rebar now my shoulders don't really love it <laughs> <laughs> and there are some days that i'm like why did i do that Wow! <laughs> but it, it's just like oh that's how it's done well that's really kind of cool so i just enjoy every little thing along the way even if i'm learning something that's very small and may seem irrelevant Mm -hmm. to me it's like oh no i know how to do that now Mm -hmm. and and i enjoy it and now when i see a piece of rebar that's been bent i'm like i know how they did that so um that's kind of been one of my big jobs so far on this project is to um he'll give me the measurements that he needs um, because it's just too much running back and forth and getting up and down ladders he'll just yell the measurements out to me and I'll measure it out and cut it. It needs to be bent, you know, at a certain angle, we'll bend it. But that's kind of been fun. Mm-hmm. It's also been fun because um, with my daughter, you know, she saw me doing that and she was like, oh, I want to do that. I can do that. Mm. And I, said, okay. I, I said, come over and help me. And she said, no, I want to do it myself. And I was like, well, it's kind of, it, you know, you need a little elbow grease it's not as easy it lo- oh I can do it myself I said okay <laughs> and we used it as a teaching opportunity because of course I knew she wasn't going to be able to mm-hmm. but after I let her try and then she looked at me she said okay maybe I do need some help so <laughs> we had this little discussion about how when you're working a project especially a big one mm-hmm. um, you know it's okay to ask for help and even mommy needs help sometimes. There are some times where I just don't have the strength in my in my wrist, or I, I just, you know. And when we work together, we can accomplish things a lot faster and we can, you know, be more productive. When we're not working together, things take more time. And so, you know, it's kind of neat on the project to be able to take little things like that and turn a little lesson in, into it. Mm. So she's uh she's pretty she's all about it now. If she sees me bending rebar, she's like, Oh, can I help? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get over here.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. I mean, you guys are just so cool, man. I can't just tell you how much I'm enjoying this conversation. This is so cool to me. Like, I've always been interested in construction, always wanted to build my own, like, thing, even if it wasn't a house that I lived in. Just something. I think it is just so cool. Um, Okay, so we talked a little bit about, you know, uh, you got your little ones involved and, you know, some of the tasks that um, they're able to do. Is there anything that you can... You know, for those of us who maybe have, you know, any child, what are some things that you feel, you know, they could kind of do on a project for like a family, another family who's doing this?
1: Right. So obviously safety is number one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And mine are 13 and eight. My daughter's the eight year old. My son is 13. Mm -hmm. So I really have to look at not only their age, but their abilities individually. Because Mm -hmm. my son can obviously do things that my daughter can't. But some of the things that they've enjoyed doing, um, the foam blocks are actually very light, Mm -hmm. very, very light. Um, And so they were able to help move those around when we even just started on the very first, um, the first row, it's called the first run. So they were able to help us stack the first uh, section or so of the wall, which they thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. And they got to watch how the, the, um, the rebar clicks in and and how the webbing works, you know, just them being able to see how it is put together, I think was very cool to them, especially my son. Um, My daughter likes to help, again, I told you with the rebar, my son likes to help um, set up uh, for measurements. He helps set up and take down all the scaffolding. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll have to reset up the scaffolding before we pour the second floor. So I'm sure he'll want to help with that again. various things. I mean, sometimes even for my daughter, she, if I just say, Hey, you know, daddy needs some screws from that bucket over there and she'll go over and she'll say, well, how many, and she'll get a handful and run it back over to him. And they both are really great about helping to clean, keep the workspace cleaned up and mm-hmm. try to stress to them that that's part of safety. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. want random bars of rebar laying around. We don't, you know, if, if we've got a bunch of cut off pieces from the wood, we have them help pick it up and let's move it into a safe pile out of the way. Um, so they're, they're really, have been really great to just help keep the, the construction area tidy. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure as we get further along, especially when we get to where we're working inside, that's when they'll get to enjoy a little bit more because they'll be able to help with the painting and uh and and just various indoor things that'll be a little bit easier and safer for them
0: right right no that's nice i'm sure like i said they're gonna have those memories of of helping build their home that is awesome um okay so now let's kind of talk about because you know we you always kind of bounce this back and forth and i think a lot of those who are you know we're millennials or even like gen z's we're kind of looking for cheaper options to build homes or just get a home because right a lot of us are just already priced out of the market at this point unfortunately Um, so I think it's important to ask this question from a pricing standpoint how much cheaper do you think um, you know going this route is than purchasing a home traditionally now I know in your case you've had a lot of pros that kind of have really drastically lowered your cost like you know you guys already have like most of the skills and everything um you know probably some leads to to, you know reasonable materials and stuff like that but for like those of us who you know, like my husband is super handy, you know, he can do scaffolding, you know, a whole bunch of other things. He knows how to do all those cuts and use all those machines. Um, But, you know, he's never worked on a construction. Well, he has, but on a volunteer basis, he's worked on Mm -hmm. a construction site. So it's still a little bit different than doing yourself. So what would you say the pricing, you know, how much cheaper is it?
1: Yeah, that's where I really had to like get my husband involved with this question. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, we even thought initially uh, at the beginning of this project, because the lumber cost was going up and the ICF block was staying the same, it was almost neck and neck. Uh, and so it's we, we we looked around and in our area, there's not a lot of ICF block homes to compare it to. Mm. Um, this is not a... I guess you could say standard or popular building process at this point, although I really deeply feel like it should be for mm-hmm. various reasons, which I'll touch on in a minute. But if we were to compare in our area right now, a traditional wood framed new construction house mm-hmm. of the same square footage, mm-hmm. and similar floor plan, like you know, two and a half bath, three bedrooms, small laundry rooms, you know, two car garage right now, are averaging about $360,000 for Mm -hmm. new construction. Mm -hmm. So when we look at that, if we had, you know, um, again, if we had built wood frame, I still feel like we would, we're significantly under, maybe not quite half. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: My husband, Jeremy, said it might be a little more than half, Mm -hmm. but it's significant. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, when we were comparing that though, okay, if that's what it is for a wood frame house, how much more do you tack on for this ICF concept? And all we could really find on that is that on average, it's two to 7% more per square foot. Mm -hmm. So that's really not that bad, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, With the ICF house, you're getting a much superior home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Much superior. I mean, our house will be able to withstand wind speeds of over 200 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. And for us, especially in this area, you know, that tornado alley keeps expanding.
0: Okay. (laughs) And we
1: have had some very active tornado seasons the last few years. Many of them have been very small EF, you know, zeros, EF ones. Most of them have not done too much damage except maybe take out some barns or, or things like that. But we did have an EF five hit the next town over. It came through Nashville and it just kept on coming. I mean, this it was on the ground for a very, very long ways. And when it got over to Cookville, it leveled some Mm -hmm. neighborhoods, just leveled some neighborhoods. And that has just really made us think a lot harder about the safety of our family and what can we do mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to try to protect our family and so essentially an ICF house when it's done is like a storm shelter within itself obviously yeah. we have to stay away from the windows and things if thought if things got crazy we would we would want to go into a, a corner of the house or or even the center of our house will have like a powder bath but the the walls will with withstand quite a bit. The other thing about it is they're so efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, it's 44% less energy to heat one Mm -hmm. and takes 32% less energy to cool one.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So over time,
0: um, you'll save money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about even doing a mini split, which is a, uh, it's a, little bit more efficient even within itself it's it's a type of um hvac system Mm -hmm. but it's controlled from from different rooms Mm -hmm. so you can control the temperature downstairs and then we can control it separately from each bedroom so i feel like in the long run we're gonna you know really save quite a bit so yeah it's from a pricing standpoint it's like I almost am afraid to say because it right. just keeps changing. I mean, it literally from day to day, but I still feel like um, even if you had to hire a contractor, because we do have a neighbor who recently, um, their house is wood frame and they, they just finished it up and they're still in the about $200,000 ballpark mm-hmm. for, for a brand new home. Um, but again their home is quite a bit smaller too
0: so mm-hmm.
1: they didn't and they they did not get a garage they did not get a basement I mean, that's one of the things i'm like you know with this weather where are they gonna go with those kids if it gets right. rocky you know so I, it, it's really just you really have to just weigh out the pros and cons and decide <laughs> you know can i do this and and, and is you know, is it doable not only uh, from a financial standpoint, but is it doable from a physical standpoint? Because if not, you're going to have to hire a contractor and then then the costs are going to go up.
0: Right. I think I was reading um, some places online um, just with going the route of buying the land yourself and getting um, like, at least half of the work done via contractor. It's like a thirty percent average savings, as opposed to just you know going up to a new home lot and buying a brand new home, or in some areas even buying a used you know uh, you know regular used home. So it really does. You can't put it an exact it keeps, thing.
1: No, it keeps fluctuating because even when we were trying to find like um like what is the current price per square foot. For a wood frame home, mm-hmm. when he looked it up, it was very broad. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It was
1: like, well, it can be anywhere from one hundred and fifty dollars per square foot up to three hundred something dollars per square foot, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, why is there so much play there? I don't, I don't understand that. And um, part of me just feels like it has, it must have to do with again the area you live in mm-hmm. and the supply and demand issues that we're having right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really just making it very difficult on a lot of families,
0: right? It really, really is. I mean, honestly, I mean, my husband and I joke about this, but I'm like, a part of me like isn't joking. I'm like, look, let's go get some of them. Uh, tractor trailer. Uh, in hook a couple of them together. As long as I got, you know, running water and plumbing, insulate the thing or whatever and, and call it a day because at the end of the day, I think a part of us too, we want a little bit of financial you know, not a hundred percent free, but things are just getting so expensive that it's just like you want to be able to bring a little bit more of a balance to the family and not have everything be so expensive. So you have to spend so much time working, you know, um, just to make ends meet. But yeah, it's it's really affecting you know the millennials and the Gen Zs are probably going to be the next in line to get hit with this. But it's just really really, really challenging. So I love that you're sharing all of these tips, you know, even if you could do a a couple of portions of it yourself, you know, and maybe not the whole thing, but I mean, most of it getting it done, you know, professionally, but I will say though, thank you so much again for sharing that um, information on that particular supply, because I had always kind of had that idea in my head. And again, and my, you know, my husband and some of our friends, we talked about it. It's like, why do we build houses just you know, the stick frame house, you know, in different areas, they do build them out of cement, you know, they have different ways that they do it in different countries. Even like in Arizona, a lot of the homes are built out of more of like the stuccos and the concrete because it stands up a lot better to the extreme heat, you know? So it's like, why not use that? It's just so much more sturdy. I'm like, give me a big old cement block. Like, I'm good with that, you know? Like, So, um, very interesting. Um, before we wrap up, are there any other tips that you want to share with the ladies listening?
1: Um, yeah, just basically if, if this is something, whether you're going to do it yourself or whether you can only do part of it yourself, or if you have to hire somebody to do it all, I feel like it's really important to be very realistic going into it, be realistic of what your expectations are. Mm -hmm. be realistic about deadlines, expect delays, because they're gonna happen. Mm. Um, again, know your limits and know when you need to recruit help, because if you dive into something and you're not confident in it, you're going to create a bigger mess and you're going to end up spending more money. So it's just better to know, hey, you know what, That's I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and just bring in somebody. Um, you just need to know that every day is not gonna run smoothly and problems will arise but there will be a solution sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to mull it over for a few days to find the solution but there will be a solution and instead of getting frustrated try to just really pull back and slow down and enjoy the process like one way that we try to do that is if if we have a day that is not going as planned it's like okay how can we turn this around how can we make an unproductive day a productive day and sometimes You know, we run into a roadblock and what we may get done that day is a much smaller task than what we wanted, but it's still something. So, you know, it just don't get, don't get hung up, don't get hung up on on not being able to get something done and just throw your hands up and be like, well, I guess today's a wash. No, 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 no. Just there's always plenty to do (laughs) Mm -hmm. on a project of that size. So if, if that day, all you can do is make a few phone calls to get things kind of lined up, then consider that productive and, and just move on. Cause I think that's one thing I tried to tell myself right from the beginning is like, okay, Becky, this is gonna try your patience. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna try your patience because you are still gonna have to maintain, you know, your regular work, which I only work a couple days a week, but still. You know, my, I have my job at the dental office. I've got, I've got to keep the homeschooling up with the kids. I have to have some sort of balance and normalcy. And if I um, kind of freak out over every little thing that doesn't go right, it's gonna be a miserable time. Mm-hmm. So you know what, if we're not done in eight months and it takes us a year, then it takes us a year. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no turning back now. So just right. got to just got to go with the flow. So but yeah, I, I just just enjoy the process.
0: <laughs> I love that. Well, on behalf of my husband, um, I want to thank you for painting me a very realistic view about what a project of this size looks like. Because I'm telling you, I've been like every night, we could do this. I, you know, mama wants a new house. Let's just go get some stuff and, and, and just get it going. We got this, but you do have to weigh those pros and cons and really, you know, you gotta have, you know at least most of the skills some of the skills and know what contractors you need because that's another thing I know someone else who was building a home and they they kind of were doing it themselves but they didn't know what contractors they even needed so they ended up wasting a lot of time and money um because of that so you know we just have to do the homework and, and do the yeah, best we can that,
1: that you right there you, you hit the nail on the head do the homework do the research because um yeah it are they reputable? Are they dependable? Do they show up? Do they answer a phone call? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, and it helps if you can get, if you know anybody else in your area, who's already been there and done that, Mm -hmm. you know, pick their brains, pick Mm -hmm. their brains, find out, you know, who did you use for drywall? Who did you use for electric? Were you happy with the work? If not, why? And, Mm -hmm. um, that, that goes a long way, not, not being afraid to ask questions and, and really pick the brains of other people who've already been there.
0: Right. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been so interesting. I really, really, really appreciate you, um, sitting down with us and, um, sharing, um, this amazing project that you're working on so guys um i definitely recommend um you know giving becky a follow on instagram um in addition to this project she does have other very cool interesting things that she does um i believe i saw that you do something with um skincare or makeup which was it
1: yes yes. i am an artist for the saint beauty company so it's a makeup line i found a little over a year ago and i love it and i love what it's done for my skin so it, that part of my page is just something sort of, uh, it's a little me time, you know, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. these other things I got going on in my life. Sometimes you just need a little girl time and a little me time. So I've had a lot of fun with it. I've met some really wonderful ladies, um, been able to introduce them to the product. And uh, as an artist, I basically, I stick with them. So, you know, I was actually on a video chat just the other day, um, helping somebody learn how to use it and properly apply mm-hmm. it and talking about some of the, Skincare issues. So it's been it's been fun. I mean being able to help other women feel More confident in their mm-hmm. own skin and also realize that um, there's no age limit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On on makeup, you know, because I I feel like a lot of women give up at, at a certain point in their life They just feel like there's nothing out there for them. I know that's how I felt so um, It's that that is another enjoyable uh, little avenue uh, that I have to kind of you know, go go do some me time, some girl time.
0: Becky, I love this so much. We speak the same language. You were like, look, I'm gonna be out there on the construction site and I am doing the makeup. Like you just <laughs> hit in both ends. I love it. I just husband, love it.
1: <laughs> my husband teases me all the time about why do you have to get all dolled up just to go to work? And so when he said that to me, I said, ooh, I've, I know a reel I can do for that. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, ladies, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, If you are looking for me, I will probably be at some point this summer be pitching a tent on a cement slab with me and my girls (laughs) and trying to figure out how we going to make something happen. My poor husband will be somewhere hiding, trying to uh, get away from his crazy wife. But anyway, thank you so much, Becky, for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. If you get to that point and I'm done with my project, we'll come help you with yours.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: (laughs) Don't let us sleep
0: in a tent too long. No, (laughs) ma'am. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to Work It Lady. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next episode.